Yo, what is up, everybody? Your boy E-Man coming at you from Average Joe Sports Talk, bringing you another episode. And of course, it is Wednesday, <clears throat> February 9th. We're about four days away. Eh, four days away from Super Bowl 56. And I'm going to give you today my complete breakdown, preview, and predictions. As we all know, right now, the Los Angeles Rams are going against the surprising Cincinnati Bengals, Cinderella story of the Bengals, against Joey Cool, Joey Shiesty, Joey Money, Joe Burrow, and the boys, against Matthew, Big Matt, Matthew Stafford's time, and the Rams. And right now, as of today, the Rams are favored by four points. Deservedly so. There's no doubt about it. Um... I think it's going to be a great Super Bowl. And actually, for the second year in a row, we have a a team from that city playing in the Super Bowl, the city that's hosting it. You know, so L.A. is hosting the Super Bowl. The Rams are from L.A., just like last year when Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers made it to the Super Bowl and Tampa was hosting the Super Bowl. It's pretty freaking crazy, right? I heard that next year they're going to make sure they rotate the city in the middle of the year and make it in Dallas because, you know, that means that the team is that the home team is definitely not going to make it to the Super Bowl. Quick joke for you, man. Got to throw some shade at the Dallas Cowboys. Anyway, great matchup. Um, we have it's a it's a a breath of fresh air seeing two brand new quarterbacks that have never made it this far. Matthew Stafford is a veteran of twelve years. We all know the history of Matt Big Matt playing with Detroit, really bad teams throughout the year. Joe Burrow. Coming back from torn ACL last year, number one pick for LSU champ, you know, NCAA champ. And he's in the Super Bowl just in his second year. Unbelievable comeback year. And, you know, it's crazy because the first time, I think in the last four years, we're not seeing Brady or Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. All right. And it's funny because in the last three years, for the first time in the last three years, there is a quarterback not named Brady or Mahomes, who's probably going to win the Super Bowl. Pretty crazy, right? Um, but it's great. It's, it is the time for the new blood. Matthew Stafford and the, and his gang and, you know, Aaron Donald, all these guys are veterans. Joey Cool, Joe Burrows, Joey Jackpot is complete taking this world by storm. Everybody's calling him the next Brady. I mean, certainly so. Is playing the biggest game of his career, probably, and it's bigger than the champ, than you know, the, the, the college championship game. But anyway, let's get to the nitty gritty. Right now, look, the Rams deserve to be this favorite. All right, Rams have a better team. We all know that this year, the Rams front office, along with Sean McVay, Boy Genius, Boy Wonder, Madden video game statistic playmaker, game Boy Genius in the building, Sean McVay. Put all their chips in the center of the table. They traded all their picks, all right, just to get the traded picks, just to get Matthew Stafford and trading for Jared Goff, trading Jared Goff also, um, signing OBJ who fell in their lap, being released from the from the Browns, trading picks to get Von Miller, all right, they Jalen Brancy the a previous year, they put all their money, they went to Vegas, right, they had their ten thousand dollars. They signed in for the World Series of Poker and put other chips in the table to win it all. They're going to be gone. They don't have any, anything to build on draft-wise in the next few years in the first round just to get to this moment. So they risk everything to get to the Super Bowl. And so far, they made it to the Super Bowl and it's been working. Let's see if it pays up all the way at the end. This is their time. It's Matthew Stafford's time because he has borrowed time left in his career. 
We know the numbers in the regular season. Big Matt, Matthew Stafford has always been a, you know, a, a producer, always puts up great numbers. He needs to win the Super Bowl to be considered a surefire Hall of Fame, even if it's just one. Because the numbers are there, the winning is not. And deservedly so, the Rams do deserve it. They got the better team, better defense. I think they got the better offense. I mean, shit, you know, Vaughn Miller and Aaron Darnold are playing like two guys. You know, you got two of the top the top defensive ends out there. Von Miller has been playing like in the last game. He played like the Von Miller, the last two games, like the Von Miller from the Denver Broncos, all right? And we forget about Aaron Darnold. He's been playing like a man possessed all his career. And, um, you know, they the Rams deserve to be favorite. And it, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But look, I'm going to break this down to you. First of all, my own personal view, I have a sentimental pick, right? My heart says... My sentimental pick, my heart, the love, says the Bengals because a couple things. I played in two different leagues this year. My big money league, the one that I won $1,200 on, the Midtown Brigade, best league in the world. I won first place and I won $1,200, right? My my big stack was I had Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Mixon. Because of that, I have a sentimental holding for these cats, all right? And therefore... I want them to win, right? But let's talk. Let's talk from a brain, you know, from a mental, a obvious, more calm down, less hard involved. Says the Rams in my book. Um, look, let me let me let me break this down to you. Right? Let's look at the comparisons. All right, let let's take a look. You know, Joe Burrow has been. Pretty good, man. Four touchdowns, two interceptions. He's thrown for over 842 yards. We know he got sacked nine times against the uh, Tennessee Titans. We know the offensive line is a problem. Last week, they were getting their asses kicked in that first half, and then the light just switched. Offense and defense turned it up, shutting down Kansas City in the second half, and Joe delivering. Jamar Chase, come on, man. He's had 279 yards in the playoffs so far in receiving uh, and also, um, and, he, and, he, and he's been on fire. You know, he's been doing what he's supposed to be doing. Um, that Those are your two biggest weapons. Joe Mixon has had a really decent game on the ground. Not a lot of production on the ground, averaging three and a little over 3.7 yards, but it's been catching the ball. All right, it's been catching the ball. We all know that Jamar Chase has one touchdown, um, 279 receiving yards. T. Higgins has been a monster with 209 yards right behind Joe Burrows, 14 receptions instead of 20. Right there, 27, 22 targets. T. Higgins has got a benefit huge. My sleeper here is going to be Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd has had 14 targets, all right, right behind, 13 less than uh, Burrow, than Jamar Chase. But he's going to be one that's going to be open because Jalen Ramsey is going to be focusing on um, Jamar, all right? Uh, but I think Higgins and Boyd are your underrated. Uh, your, their tight end, Zuma, right now is up in the air whether he wants to play. He said he's going to play. But we don't know yet. So, right now, matchup over matchup, look, I think the better performance so far has been the Rams. Rams overall, look, Cooper Cup has been unstoppable, all right? Cooper Cup in this playoff, man, 386 receiving yards, all right? Cooper Cup right now has four freaking touchdowns. The man hasn't been able to get stopped, all right? Odell Beckham, man, 23 targets, 19 receptions. Cooper has 25, by the way, and 336 in these playoffs runs has a touchdown. All right, um, Higby's not going to play, but the key surprise guy here is going to be Kendall Blatton, their tight end who's coming in for Higby. 
Bland already has 75 yards, seven receptions, and a touchdown, and that all came in the last game. He's going to be the surprise, surprise guy here because he's got to be left open. Him and, and, and I think Van Jefferson, who's been quiet. The running game, we know Cam Akers is going to do what he does because he can catch the ball. Akers have five receptions for 62 yards. You got to be careful with Akers because he can get out of the backfield and score a long one. But so far, if you want to compare quarterbacks, 105 yards in, this, in these playoffs for Matthew Stafford, six touchdowns. The key uh, stat here is one interception for Big Matt. I think he's outplayed Burroughs. He does have a better line. He does have more weapons. Well, I don't know about more weapons than Burroughs, but he's played better than Burroughs. Uh, 72% completion percentage. That's pretty solid. All right, Burrow uh, so far has a 68% completion percentage. It's not that bad. But advantage right now is the experience and also, well, both guys bringing you the Super Bowl, but Matthew has been in the league longer. Um, so far, advantage in the offense, I give the notch to the Rams. Of course, we all know what Burrow and Jamar, Joe Burrow and Jamar, you know, Jamar Chase and Higgins and, and Mixon, they know they can scrap and they've defied the odds. You cannot dismiss that. So you still got to keep that in the back of your head. But so far, advantage is offensively, I still give it to the Rams. On defensive side, look, we know the catalyst for the Bengals is that offensive line. And if they gave up nine sacks against a Tennessee team, even though it was a close game and toughness of uh, Joe Burrows and the Cincinnati Bengals pulled it off, remember, it's not Ryan Tannenhill getting the ball after three and outs like they did that day. It's going to be Matthew Stafford. So that offensive line is key in order to catch up. That's no, that's no secret. So, again, the defensive side, look, even though Cincinnati has played some really good defense all th throughout the playoffs, right? Even though they have, they're still not better, all right, than the actual Rams. I mean, Aaron Darnold, Von Miller, Weddle, and Ramsey, you got some real, real quality individuals here. But the Bengals are not, in the, you know, not in the snooze at. They're not a cakewalk. Uh, they, they definitely have been playing really, really well. I mean, they've, um, they've had a total of eight sacks. That's nothing to sleep at. All right. Um, they've, um, I mean, total. They've had, they've had 202 total tackles. All right, 60, uh, a total of like 137 solo tackles. But they, they've, they've, they've been able to stop the defense. I mean, especially in that game against, been able to stop offenses. All right. I know the Tennessee Titans offense is not great because it's all uh, Derrick Henry and he just came back from an injury, but they're not a sleepover, all right? They're not a, they're not a punk defense, all right? They're actually a defense that can contend. It's been one of the reasons why the Bengals have won some close games and been able to come back. Situationally, they stop and they crank it up when they need to. They might start out slow, but they crank it up when they need to. But with that being said, the Rams defense is definitely uh, a, a, a leading defense and it's better. You got the better horses on the Rams defensive side and they're going to have a field day without offensive line. Um, it's going to be tough for Joe Burrows to figure out and yeah, it's going to be some tough. He's going to leak out. And that's one thing about Joe. He's made some good decisions when he has no options to run the ball for that first down. Um, again, the kid has no fear. But listen, let me let me break down to you the key takeaways, what each team needs in order to the keys to victories for each team. And let me start with the Bengals. 
Listen, the Bengals have to run the ball effectively. All right, they have to get at least 152 yards on the ground. The Rams have only been allowing 52 yards per game on the ground to opposing teams in this postseason. You got to get 150 at least, man. All right, on the ground, 150 on the ground. Over the air, on the air, the Bengals have to be around 275 to 300 passing yards, okay, in order to make this game. So I'm throwing some numbers out there, what I think they're going to need to kind of hit in order to have a chance to be successful. And look, the Bengals D have to hold the Rams anywhere between 14 to 17 points. The Rams have been averaging 28 points a game in the playoffs, and they cannot let the Rams get up there. The slower pace of the game benefits the Bengals, all right? Uh, look, the defense, again, has to hold them to that amount of points. They have to play the entire game like they played in that second half against the Kansas City Chiefs. No doubt about it. No excuse. They got to go in there hard. They got to come hard. Man, they got to come hard at dinner and Thanksgiving, all right, and play a whole whole game just like that defense played against the second half of the Kansas City Chiefs. There's no sleeping here. So practically, if you could hold the Rams anywhere to under, that defense could hold the Rams anywhere a total offense 200 300 yards they're in the neighborhood to upset the rams and win the super bowl the Bengals, that is and of course they got to play mistake free football all right no turnovers at all all right keep the penalty the penalty yards low so they have to be perfect all right and again at the end of the day all this thing that i mentioned gets thrown out the window if the offensive line doesn't protect joe burrows bottom line most important aspect of the game that offensive line has to has to protect joey b all right joey shiesty all right joey ice because if not it's game over they are the inferior team but they're also the team that has momentum on their size and the one at this point all the playoff wins are a team with nothing to lose everything to gain but now they have a lot to lose because they made it to the big dance quickly Hold the Rams on the 300 yards total offense, all right? They got to rush the ball for at least 150 yards, pass for at least 275 to 300 yards, keep the Rams between 14 and 17 points to have a shot at getting this W, all right, and being Super Bowl champs. Moving on to the keys to victory for the Rams, all right? Plain and simple, first rule. Keep put Joe Burrow's ass on the ground over and over and over again. Don't let him breathe. You got to do what the Giants did to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl in 2008. All right. The same thing that they did to Tom Brady in 2011. Rush. Don't let him breathe. Make him force him to throw the ball and make force him to make mistakes. All right. Turn the ball over. That's number one plan. And that front line can do that against a weak offensive line of the Bengals. That is probably going to be the medicine all day long. You know what I'm saying? In the words of the, remember the Titans, remember the Coach Yost. You blitz all night long. You make them remember the night that they played the Rams. Not the Titans, but the Rams. Um, so it's Aaron, again, it's Aaron Darnold, Von Villas, and Jalen Ramsey's world on the defensive side. They're the Hall of Famers. They're the main dogs. They're the big dogs in the yard. They need to act and bark like it. Not just bark like it, but also bite. Again, you got to force Joe Burrow to make mistakes. Uh, Matthew Stafford, again, has to play turnover-free football. He's thrown for six touchdowns, one pick. That is awesome. He needs to keep this. No interceptions. Cannot get cocky. Remember, a lot. he led the league in interceptions, if I'm not mistaken. So he may see some throws throughout the year. 
cannot do that in the Super Bowl, man. Not especially against a gutty team like the Bengals. So Matthew has to play a perfect game, mistake-free for the entire, for the four quarters. Offensively, very simple. Keep feeding the ball to Cooper Cup. He's your man. He's the best receiver this year in the NFL. That's your playmaker. Make sure he gets the targets. Listen, OBJ, <coughs> OBJ is going to be your guy. He had a heck of a championship game, over 100 yards. OBJ can be the X factor when they start doubling down on Cooper Cup. All right. And also, again, they're going to have some pieces. The running game, again, the Rams also cannot um, make mistakes. You cannot have a four, a two fumble game by Akers. I think Michelle, who has the experience, I know it's Akers' teams, Akers' backfield. Next year, Akers is the man, but I think Sony Michelle needs to be a, an important part because he will protect the football. He's the veteran, right? He's the one that has the experience. He's been here before with the, um, he's been in the playoffs and here before with the New England Patriots. So I think Sony Michelle is your guy. I know Akers is your feature back, but Sony Michelle should be your um, your security blanket. All right, the man can catch it and can also run it. And I think you're not going to have, the lights are not going to affect them. The big lights in the moment is not going to affect them. Um, he's going to be the guy that may be able to give you that security and running the ball and not coughing it up. All right, I think Akers has a little butterfingers right now. So it is what it is, man. Look, my heart, my heart and my feeling and my will says the Bengals. But my mind and my sports knowledge, the little that I have, says the Rams. The Rams are the favorite team. The Rams should be the winners. Look, the Rams are the favorite, and I'm going with the Rams, calling the Rams on this one. I've been wrong before, but I won't be surprised if Joe Ice, Joey Money, Joey Jackpot, Jamar Chase, Mixon, and them boys, who they, the Bengals, pull it off. But the Rams on this one. Thank you all for watching and listening. Appreciate you. Uh, descriptions at the bottom. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Your boy E-Man from Average Joe Sports Talk signing out. Peace.